Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning. You find us on a beautiful morning. Morning. It's September, but you wouldn't think it, would you? It's amazing, isn't You'd it? You'd think it was like June in, in the Thailand. Weather's, the weather's incredible. It's the most beautiful thing. Where are we going today? Paul? Wasn't yesterday the hottest day of the year so far, someone was saying? So. It was, and also, yeah, and it was the hottest September day in, in about 100 years. Since time began. Or even people began to have the concept of time. Yeah, yeah. Or I don't think it was quite that long. Yeah, it was... <laughs> It was amazing, it was hot. Today we're going to go round our classic Parkland Alley Pally seven miler. I was just thinking with, with a bit of hill, with a little bit of muscle hill. Newington Green and, and, uh, and being in Edinburgh and stuff, we haven't been up here for months, it'd be nice to be back. It's nice and it's, it's good to be in your drum. It's slightly unusual for me because this is sort of halfway through my Wednesday long run. Yeah, like our long runs have gone out of, got out of sync, haven't they? Yeah, well, I was going to say that. Well, let's, we'll come back to that. But so you've already been out running today. Well, how I've far? Done, I've done 11 and a half miles. And how was it? It was great. It was really haily, actually. Massive hailstones, really windy. <laughs> I was in Scotland. It yeah. was a lovely run. Yeah, lovely the weather's run really turned. Round Ben Nevis. Yeah, no. It was... I was doing much running, the, you know, 36 miles in four different countries. <laughs> I was doing much the same run as we're about to do now, but a bit longer. I see. Good. Because um, sometimes there's a sort of real relief in just doing your old roots, isn't it? And, oh, and getting yeah. into that steady, steady state as well, the pace thing. Of well, just, particularly you know, exactly when, where you're going and, and what you're doing. And when the weather's nice, you yeah. think, it's like seeing an old friend, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so I did that. No, because I did a... We were both getting quite deep into training for Yorkshire Marathon. Yes. And uh, I did a long run on... Uh, Saturday is really good, but I'm still taking care. I stopped myself going too far yesterday because I started getting some very odd feelings in my legs. What was your... <laughs> how long was your long run? Um, it was 20, a little bit in excess of 21. I was going, wanted to do 20. Yeah. And then I was kind of putting together routes and things to get the miles up. And That's then, a long uh, way. That's a long run. Well, yeah. And then I thought I got to... I thought I've done it. Yeah. And I wasn't home, so I carried on running. And uh, it would have been even sort of 23, 24, but 
I saw a shop selling water. <laughs> I thought, once I've done 21, yeah. I come out as hoodie. You know what I mean? And we've been talking about doing 30. But anyway, it was really good. Felt great. Definitely That's fit for it. I mean, I was, um, I was less tapered than I will be for the marathon. I was running all last week and all the week yeah. before. Yeah. And uh, lots of miles. And uh, yeah, I felt fine. Good. Good for you. Man. We're kind of at the most dangerous moment now, really. I came back, felt fit, didn't feel n- knocked out by it or any specific right. bad aches and things. Yeah. Was it on the road, was it? It was on hard paths. Right. Okay. Um, I actually went down to Limehouse Basin, which we should go to. Okay. And then over to Olympic Park, up the back of Hackney Marshes, around Springfield Park. Right. And so on. But um, the funny thing is, the weather was horrific, really? which is the only bad day's weather in recent days, really. Good, but good for training. I stopped. I was trying to measure my distance and get in touch with my wife, and my right. phone was wet. Yeah. And I tried to wipe it off, and I realized that I was pretty much made out of water. <laughs> I just know where to wipe it. <laughs> I was wiping it on more water. Those long runs, are, they're crucial, aren't they? It's just Absolutely. That once you start doing them and you're doing lots of other mileage as well yep. you're at that, that cusp of like really fit but on the edge of total breakdown that's right and also so kind of managing it you've got that problem of delayed reaction yeah where you think you know on Saturday I'm thinking this is great I feel absolutely I feel fine great. yeah and then you know I am being careful when I was out yesterday so that's Saturday this is Wednesday yeah I did like two miles on Monday right well that's great and I you ran five yesterday and I felt right. great and okay. I thought stop yeah. Stop now, because yeah. you can do another two miles. And then when I stopped, I felt this kind of buzzing right. in my right thigh. I thought, I'm getting a text message here. Right. Don't know, mate, you're not, you're not carrying a phone. You're getting a body message. That is, <laughs> that is some kind of Have nervous. you not had a buzzing in your thigh before? Yeah, everyone gets buzzing in their thigh, right? Yeah, yeah no, it's exactly the same odd patch I had after London, actually. Right. Look at this. Just about to be autumn. We've seen these green leaves on the Parkland Walk for the last time. It's beautiful. Beautiful, yeah. Gorgeous. So, but loving it, you know. Yeah. It really is a new, different kind of training for me. Because you're getting this much. Running a lot more different days, different paces. Yeah. And you ran your long run quite swift, didn't you? Yeah, well, that was the other thing. My my schedule for last week, this week I'm making up as I go along, but my schedule for last week was to run sort of five miles-ish every day. At pace. Right. And then just set off my long run. Not deciding on pace, but just leaning into that rhythm. Right. And uh, as a result, without trying to, I averaged 7.45 right. a minute That's miles great. over That's that great. 21. Which That's was, really uh, you know, slightly slowing down, but not much. That's great. And, uh, yeah, that's how I want to run in Yorkshire. So. Yeah. That's great. And what about you? So you're, I feel like you're doing more miles than me. I mean, that was a 45-mile week, and I won't come close to that again. That'll well, no, that me. was great. I mean, I, I did a... I've, I've got two sort of late 40 weeks in my in my locker, and this week will be about 50, 55. There's not much more than that I want to do. Yeah. So I think I'll just turn myself out. I think that, that psychologically there's an interesting thing to note. Um, I think it's healthy that we're on slightly different schedules. Yeah. It's good to report back. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. great that our running stories are shackled together. I mean, of course they are, listeners, you know yeah. that. But on the other hand, as we approach Yorkshire and focus on what we want to achieve and how we're going to achieve it, identifying those slight differences is healthy for us. Well, you do your long runs faster than I do mine. Yeah. 
and that's that's what you need to do. Exactly. And so that's great because I, I can't do, do slightly I can't less do of them. Yeah, I can't do. 20 miles at 7.45, I'll be a mess. I just won't be able to find the motivation to do yeah, that. Yeah, and, and I wasn't trying to do that. You no, know no, I mean? no, it's I tricked tricked myself natural into thing, yeah. Yeah. And uh, exactly. I think when we get to Yorkshire, we'll have to do that. You know, we're more common wise it until we get to the start line and we'll report to you guys. And then we've got to remember that we're telling two different stories on there. I started to see that quite clearly, you know, because you've said before it doesn't. It's really of no bearing on me that you're faster than me. But it's hard not to consider it because we're running brethren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But now I'm getting an idea where I'm at. I'm thinking instead of thinking, oh, he's really fast. I'm thinking I could get 3:15 again here. You know, which would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's all healthy. I could run on uh, Saturday in Dartmoor. Oh, nice. Same with this uh, comedian who lives on sort of round Exmouth, Dartmoor, sort of. I don't really know where she lives. She lives in Devon. Who was it? She's called Maggie Whitehouse. She's a uh, Catholic priestess, excommunicated comic. Quite quite a bizarre sort of act character, but good fun. Yeah. So she lives out there with her husband called Lion. He's called Lion, is he? He's not a lion, that's important. They sound like characters from a Sherlock Holmes short story. They're not dissimilar, (laughs) but they're great fun. and And so... On Saturday I went for a run, and uh, they gave me sort of basic directions to get on to Dartmoor. Did you get lost on the moors again? I got a little bit lost on the moors. It's very hard not to. Before you know it, you're sort of on the edge of bog. Yeah, yeah. Sort of, and then you think, I'm gonna, there's going to be some kind of quicksand experience. Yeah, yeah. And I'm on my own. You don't want to go into the Grimpen Mire. It, sort of, uh, it did feel pretty wild out there. Yeah. And you're running and you're thinking, I know that that's just grassy peat beneath me and then I just fell into a stream which was quite uh, dramatic and definitely woke me up I was I just like I shouldn't be laughing I was like waist deep in this <laughs> it was like it oh, was a real yelp moment you probably really really scared that slightly older yeah. lady who just went past I think you're yeah, well, I mean, you scared me <laughs> and I sort of I saw, I saw pay wild forward, horses I say, pay, pay that fear forward yeah Dartmoor ponies. Yeah, it was, it was it was absolutely glorious. It was a great one. <laughs> and the weather, what was the weather like up there? The weather was nice. Yeah. But that was an example of the kind of training I was doing. So I did the first six miles yeah. pretty slow. Yeah. And then just kicked in for the last four, yeah, yeah. including uphill bits, just getting those steady, fastish runs over distance. I've not done that much speed work, really. I did a good uphill bit on my one, which was... Uh, I mean, it's a tiny hill. We talked about it before. But, um... God, we just kind of off the park. Which hill's that? That was the uh, old, uh, um, Springfield Park Hill. That's you know, a that hill. little pool there. Yeah. And, uh, it was that really counts. good. Yeah. Because when I got to it, I'd, uh, I'd gone, uh, maybe 17. You know, I was at the line where that's I was like, right, hill, yeah. I'm going to make my 20 stage. now. Yeah. And uh, all I've got to do is head home. And then the voice in my head said, yeah, but go up the hill. Right. Just to show... Yourself, you, can do it, yeah. you know, it was basically. I was thinking of Goodwill Hunting when he says, uh, you know, he used to put the belt and the wrench on the table and say, You choose, yeah. And uh, Robert well, Williams, you gotta says, go for that. you're gonna go for the belt. I mean, you know, I chose the wrench, why? Because him, that why, yeah, that's yeah. why, that's why, and that's why I chose the hill, that's why I chose the hill, yeah. And of course, it's great for your psychology. I mean, I did, I turned around. When part of me is going, oh, you've run a very long way. You can really feel it in your knees. Yeah. So that, I'm going up a hill. 
that's great. Yeah. But that sort of uh, that's what marathon training has to be, really. It's, it's, it's psychological it's like, training, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, as much as anything, it's that kind of. I'm going to take the long way round. Yeah. I'm going to do the toughest thing in training. Yeah, yeah. Because. Because the marathon ain't easy. It's getting in your house. Hell no! And turning off. Yeah. Saying, yeah, I'm going to run away from my house. Yeah. Also, the other thing you can do, which helps with that kind of psychological factor, is to just repeatedly punch yourself in the face. Yeah, or I put glass in my shoes when I'm running. Great. Because that's what happens. (laughs) But the marathon never says... This is easy, mate. Yeah, yeah. Just chill yeah. out. This bit's easy. And I like it also. I like the, the, the other side of that is when you're off a run and conditions aren't good. Like, I don't know, the weather's bad or you're hungry or... Yeah. And, it, and you just kind of instantly access the second half. You think, oh, this run's tough. This short run is tough. Right. So, yeah, well, just think of it as training for the later bit in the long run. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you, what you've done here is you've made a shortcut to the tough stuff. Yeah. And that's good. You're paying your dues. You're putting the miles in the bank. What are you, are you doing? How's the marathon your, day withdrawal. Have you got any twinges? Are you doing any stretches? I'm doing little bits Just of running and stretching. Running, running, aren't you? I'm doing bits of stretching. Ah, oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I stretched once in the not, first not week. Not organised, just little bits and bobs. And, I, yep. and I've been fine, actually. Yeah, stretching what feels like it needs stretching. Yeah, a slight, slight problem with my uh, tendons, a little bit tight. Yeah. So I've been stretching those. And... Uh, I hope to do more before the marathon, but you never know, I might not. Yeah, yeah. I'll wait and see. I feel, I'm feeling really strong, actually. Yeah, well, it, it, there is an element of it. I mean, I do loads of stretching. It all gives me the fear, and I'm beefing up. Yeah, you I'm do. doing a lot of uh, planking and press like, The other day, I noticed You're looking tight, that mate. my press-ups were um, uh, of a poor quality. Right. I was thinking, I'm not really doing this properly. So I started doing it properly, and like, going right immediately, down. like, oh, my God, going I wasn't, right I wasn't down. doing this. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't getting down low enough. And I wasn't kind of leaning into the stretch, the kind of spring of the muscle. Right. The key thing is to make sure that when you get down there, you're, you're creating a horizontal line between your elbows. You right, know? okay. So I started doing that, and I could feel immediately the difference. The difference, yeah. And the funny thing about it is press outs, they've got that thing. They, they're so hard, but they're so good. Yeah. You know, from the first one, I was like, oh, God. But I didn't find I had to stop. I didn't do any less. Right. They were just much more of a nightmare. They're difficult, yeah. And I could feel them immediately, so that was good. But equally... It's a great exercise of press-up, isn't it? And just, that's, yeah, that's right. It's very neat, very neat and pure. Yeah. You just know when you've done one. And planking's the same. But equally... We're planking. Like I say, we, planking. we're different. You know, you're just... It oh, is, you know, I'm doing quite a good job of getting the miles in, but it's quite um, front brain. It's quite studied. Right. Whereas I think once you get out there and make that decision, getting the miles in, is, it feels like you're thinking, well, of course, that's what, that's what your body wants to be doing. You know what I mean? You, you warm up and warm down, warm down by basically still running. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true that if you're running all the yeah, time... But it would be better to do, especially as you get older, all the old... Hounds at Heathside. I'll call them these old, like mid fifties blokes with, with not a shred of fat on them. Yeah. Who like totally out sprint me. Yeah. Every week I can be bothered to go down to be out sprinted by them. Yes. They're all planking and Pilates afterwards and stretching because they know how tough it is. Because to keep continuously training. Yeah, yeah. When you're training like them or like you are now. Yeah. You need to look after Something's your body. It's going to twang. That's right. Absolutely. Or lightly vibrate. It's very strange. 
Yeah, this thing in your thigh. Did you ever get that diagnosis? No, I didn't. And also, this week, I'm thinking, that's really weird. I'm thinking, yeah, but it doesn't hurt. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You have bits that really hurt. You think, oh, well, that's just pain. I can ignore that. But this right. vibrating feeling, that's probably something awful. It's, like so a, it's not as bad as pain. No. No, it's like an, abs- an absence of something. Sort of We're just into, uh, what's it called, Queenswood? Queenswood, yeah. It's gorgeous, and it's the luck of the fantastic sunny day but broken up by these leaves which in turn will all be gone in a couple of weeks I think, I think I've got to thank this this surface for Touchwood uh, which is very easy to do um, for keeping me injury free because it is that softness isn't it yeah absolutely underfoot I find my perfect Again, this is quite a new thought. I think that's the other thing from doing quite heavy training. It's great after all this talking, all this running, to be finding new things. Yeah. But running every day is new. And I found the other day running on kind of urban off-road, you know, sort of gravel right. tracks. Right, yeah. I love that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. You don't have the high impact of tarmac. It's pretty high impact. But, but it's I'm just so a little bit softer. Yeah. That's right. And it's just steady. It's still yeah. likely to be flat and... And then you can fo- focus on your pace and form. And That's all right, that and yeah. which, as you as you point out, I, I don't even have to think about it. If you give me a path like that and put me on it, yeah, I'm like a clockwork mouse. I just <laughs> off I go. <laughs> yeah. Bends and turns and bumps and changes speed. It's clouds and shapes and thingamajigs. So. That's my favourite kind of surface. I was at Woodbury Down, in fact, and there was yeah. a woman there handing out leaflets. Right. So I was really ready to discuss with her what, she, what they'd said to you about, about not bouncing the yeah. thing. Don't scare the birds. But she did give me just a friendly wave. All right. But she was eating, so maybe if you, maybe she was going... Maybe she's turned, maybe she's slaughtering the birds and just scoffing them. They might have she's spitting down feathers, yeah. Noting the foolishness of that. One of my mates had, had been the victim of that... Anti runner. What one of your prejudice. birds has been? No, one of my one of my running mates have been told to slow down. Yeah, to walk across the bridge, which you know. He said, "Well, I just won't come here again." Which seems a bit extreme in the in the same direction. Yeah, yeah. But if you're up there and you see two little kids on scooters, you think, "Well, what's the difference?" Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And ultimately, it's it's a nice place to be. Let people who want to be there be there. They're nesting. The other thing, more things about the old heavy training. How hungry do you get? Really hungry. I cannot stop eating. Well, what I'm doing here with these long runs is I'm Mickey Ding it, mate. <laughs> no breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I'm not breakfasting, mate. Uh-huh. So my body's just eating itself. Yeah, yeah, good. It's finding little fat stores. It's getting energy from nothing. Well, that means also that you're hopefully, if you're eating a bit more of an evening and getting some good carbs in there, that your carb loading, getting the right um, acids in your muscles. Working out how to do it. Yeah. Although last night, has to be said, we went around a mate's house because their kids are going off to university. Yeah. The main dietary intake seemed to be beef and Prosecco. Yeah, good. Classic pre-marathon. No, you've read that book, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Beef and Prosecco. Beef and Prosecco. How I yeah. ate lovely stuff and ran 150 yeah. miles. Scott Jurek with his beef and Prosecco diet. Scott Jurek loves beef. <laughs> That's right, isn't it? Yeah. I think beef, I re- beef is vegan, isn't it? I think I read it right, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, not a great diet, as we said yesterday. Yeah. So that's, you were drinking yesterday. Yeah. You know, you're happy. The thing is, if you let yourself recognise that you can drink, then go out and run 20 miles the next day, then why Danger, would you ever dangerous. not drink? Yeah. Well, I, <laughs> there's a difference between 
drinking loads of red wine yeah. and drinking maybe three quarters of a bottle of Prosecco with orange juice. Right. There is a, you're still a little bit drunk, yeah. but the red wine hangover is much worse, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Especially in the heat. Here's me and you in the woods. Look at that. Here we go. See how hot it is? I've got my shoulders out. It's hot, yeah. Great vest running weather. Yeah, got singlet. Singlet action. Single it just a little bit. Um, I, I'm pleased to hear that because I really wanted to come off the booze ahead of... I can't do it. I just can't do it. I, I was thinking about you on Monday. Did you have your martini Monday? I didn't. Mate. I think I had one on Sunday. Right. I basically managed to... You know, it's from the right from the beginning of September. It's we're in the middle of September now. Right from the beginning of September, I kind of took, put the brakes on. Yeah, you know, it's like a controlled slide. Yeah, yeah, I've got this. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and I managed to. I didn't drink on Thursday because driving to uh, Birmingham back. Right. Didn't drink on Friday because I thought, well, I've got that long run tomorrow, and I was out at a gig, and I nearly did that. I was really battling with it. And I had a good old drink on Saturday, which is always the plan. Yeah. That's supposed to be like the end of it. Oh, it's delayed. End have of Edinburgh. We yeah. get out for a date, all this stuff. Right. What were you, what was it? Did you have a night off? Yes. Nice. Nice. Yeah, we nice. went to the cinema. It was really oh, good. Yeah. Went Sounds to great. Mildred's and had a vegan meal. Sounds I had good. the beef. Bit of beef, yeah. Lovely. I love the vegan beef starter. Yep, yep. Nice. Um, vegan, was that from yeah, space? Yeah, yeah, the vegan... Uh, <laughs> Vegan is like a vegan. I love the vegan bow. It's a bit spaced out. Vegan. Know what about. <laughs> and you had a good time, yeah? Yeah, really nice. And then, so then we started not drinking on Sunday, except we did. Right. But now it's good Wednesday, start. and I have not had a drink since Sunday. You'll notice a difference. But the fact that that seems like such a major achievement is a bad thing. It is, though, isn't it? <laughs> you do notice a difference for a few days. I've noticed a difference. In terms of weight, if, you, if I just stop drinking red wine. Yeah. My goodness me, that affects your weight. Well, I was just going to say, I'm so hungry. Yeah. I think that's the main reason I need to stop drinking, is to stop loosening those inhibitions so that at the end of the evening, I don't think, oh, sod it, I'll have another full-size meal. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm doing most days at the moment. You know, something that's theoretically snacky. Right. Like some savoury biscuits and a yeah. pot of hummus. But if you have 36 biscuits and if a whole like- pot of hummus, <laughs> yeah. that's dinner. But but to you, forty-five miles a week is that's massive, isn't it? Oh yeah, that's, that's the big m- mileage. Isn't that'll it? be the most. It's big mileage for me, but for you, it pro- might be the most you've done in a week for a long, long time. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, the um, you know, my measurer got in touch with me and said that's the most you've run in a week. Right. And that didn't include because we measure it on a different device. Right. Our um, running commentary run last Wednesday. Wow. Okay. Cool. So I was, you know, I was the furthest I've ever run plus seven. You're in the zone, mate. You're, yeah. you're beyond your comfort zone. Well, the other thing is, it's really nice to look at the shape of the thing, you know, because for me, I'm definitely fitter than when I did uh, London this year. Yeah, you know? yeah. I was saying to my wife, because I did get to, you know, 21, nearly 21 and a half, I said, look how fine I am. Yeah. Because, you know, you were there. You saw what I was like at the end of the marathon. Yeah. yeah. I was, you know, I was hospitalizable. Yes. So... This is the kind of... You were looking for an ambulance to throw yourself in the back of. Yeah, yeah. I would have yeah. gotten the ambulance if I could yeah, have just got happily. up the Oh, they've arrived for me. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> you got the message. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's feeling good. And uh, almost leaning into the wind of overtraining now. Yeah. To have something to taper back Knowing from. you've got your taper, yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is the key. If you can get another week and a half of just strong training and mileage. Exactly. And then just get into your taper. That's a balancing act this week is yeah, running is running every day while yeah. still not not overdoing, overdoing it. it. 
I'm in uh, Glasgow at the weekend. So it's just a lovely place. Lovely place for a good... Uh, I've never really been running around Glasgow. Oh, it's great. If you're in the middle of Glasgow... Right. Glaswegians. Yeah. Tune into this, you know already. But um, the Clyde runs right through the middle. Right. Obviously. Yeah. And it's massive and you can run along the next to it. Do you listen to that woodpecker? Do you hear that? I heard that. Or yeah. is that... Is it that... Is that a proper one? No, it's that raven making a, doing a woodpecker impression. You see that raven? That's He's clicking. unusual bit of bird call. It's quite weird. I've got a story to tell you about a bird. Remind me to tell you this. It's that raven in the tree. I'll try and get close. You might actually hear it clicking on the recording. Oh, here he goes. Whoa. Oh, I'm trying He's to take off. a picture. Mate. You sod. Don't be coy. He's on the path now. I got him. I got him. Let's run towards him. See how he likes it. So, yeah. Um, the Clyde. Yeah, and the main bit of town, the Clyde runs across it. Right. Um, uh, east to west. Yeah. And then the comedy club, the stand, and so the hotel are at the west end. Okay. And there's the uh, Kelvin River, and you can, you can run along next to that, up between the, uh, there's a park, really nice park with a hill in it. Yeah. And then you can run along the river to the botanical gardens. Okay. All right. of that is gorgeous, right? Yeah. So that's like one end of a barbell. And then you get along the Clyde, which is that great huge dark industrial river like the time right and then rattle along that to the other end of town you get to uh, victoria park yeah there's another part to go around so you got like that oh, nice nice you know two like an old like a cartoon weightlifters uh, nice, barbell sounds great. Run. and you can do it kind of anything between five and 15 miles right up and down that stuff and there's a good hill right in the middle of town. If you want to cut back across town, back to where you're staying, is there you a, can have a climb. Is there a park run there? Um, I don't know about that. I was going to get in touch. I'm going to find out. I think that would be good for both of us. Yeah. To get a bit of pacing, just to, just to feel that in your legs a little bit. Absolutely. You know? Not overdo the mileage this week beforehand and then just try and have a good thrash out on that. Absolutely. I'm going to do Cardiff. I've never done Cardiff before, so... I love running. Is it by the bay in Cardiff, the park run? Again, I haven't done done either park run, but I love running in Cardiff. Where should I run in Cardiff? Oh, if you're... Are you... I'm I'm gleeing. I don't know where they... They put us in the bay, do they? Yeah. Right. So what you want to do is run along... There's actually a surprisingly good footpath next to the big dual carriageway that goes over the river and towards Barry. Right. You can run along next to that. Okay. And then uh, you drop down. It gets a bit awkward, but you follow the signs and awkward. loop around where the rivers come in and where the National Water Sports Centre is. Right. And then you come left, and it brings you in by the marina and the uh, old um, customs house buildings. Right. I then you know come back way. across yeah. the barrage. And the best thing on the barrage is you run past the five-mile-an-hour signs, and they tell you to slow down. Like it. It's yeah. very satisfying. Good for confidence. And then, uh, Hopefully slow down, yeah. A raff, mate. A raff. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, the other thing is, it used to be next to the hotel, but you stay somewhere else now. But Atlantic Dock is really good. It's a big, quiet, rectangle of water. Where we first ran. Yes, yeah, yeah, I know. Years ago. <laughs> And uh, that's about what about a mile round? Yeah, yeah. And a really nice place to be. Great place for birds. Keep your eyes peeled. Great crested grebe, cormorants. I love a grebe. I saw a great crested grebe up at Woodbury down the other day. I bounced up and down until it went away. I saw a great crested grebe up at Woodbury down. I love that song. 
One of Dylan's favourites. Janice in the basement with a great kiss of grieb. Kiss of grieb. I would bury down. And the woman on the bridge was wearing a frown. Yeah, so. But listen, this is my bird story. You'll like this. Go on. Because I think it absolutely encapsulates the uh, nature of life and balance. <laughs> I may have over- oversold it. Absolutely not. If anything, you've undersold it. <laughs> this is a game changer. As I uh, ran down uh, the canal to Limehouse Basin yeah. through Bethnal Green, I went through it was Saturday, so it was, and it wasn't raining yet. So as I went past the bottom of Broadway Market and Hackney, there's yeah. loads of people. And Victoria Park is just okay. full of cool dudes. Right. And then carried on down the river into Bethnal Green. Everything got a lot quieter, you know, as you can imagine. Mm. Here's uh, Highgate Field in the sunshine. Beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. Look thing. at that bloke. Do you think he's enjoying the sun there? The last... Yeah, he's I, enjoying himself. Either really enjoying the sun or actually dead. That's what's <laughs> happening over there. <laughs> he's having a great So, time. you know, that is that's yeah. the balance. That's yeah. the yin and the yang. Yeah. Oh, this is nice here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, st- I didn't just see a bird. I scared it up. Right. Startled it up under my feet. Okay. And it was a wagtail. Right. It wasn't the, your common or garden pied wagtail. So what was, what does a, for someone who doesn't know, imagine you're running with someone who doesn't know anything about birds. Imagine that. Yeah. What yeah. does a wagtail look like? It's like a little, it's like a t- teeny weeny magpie. Okay. Your right. common or garden pied wagtail is black and white, that's why it's called pied. Okay. And the little long-tailed bobs. And then, yeah, it looks like a little, like a tiny magpie, it's like a magpie's little brother. But with, yeah, a, with, with a weird tail? With a weird tail Not at quite all? Quite a long tail, right, Bob. Okay. And uh, they're quite common. You see those, right? Right. Whereas a grey wagtail is significantly more rare. Or certainly, you don't see them in cities. Okay. And a yellow wagtail, you never, hardly ever see those. Okay. And they look quite similar. As a sort of battle, you know, they've got grey wings and a yellow bit on the rump. Right. So I st- started up this bird, which was definitely a grey wagtail. Could even have been a yellow wagtail. And I was like, whoa, that's exciting. Like the sad, knowledgey, I spy book spot that I am. Nothing sad about knowledge, Rob. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yes. It wasn't a cool moment. No. I didn't feel like a pop star <laughs> as the wagtail filled me with glee. And it flew away across the canal. As the wagtail filled me with glee. <laughs> Benson yeah. and the work queen. In Victoria Park, we were having a luck. The wagtail filled me with glee. It could be grey, could be <laughs> yellow. It's like a small magpie for those who don't know. Once upon a time, we wagged so fast. <laughs> so, so startled it. It flew off away and I had this glee in me. Yeah. So I looked around to share this moment and luckily there was someone there. Yeah. Only one other person. It's quite a quiet, sad spot. And I looked at him and I kind of smiled at him. Remember I'm running past at some pace. Yeah. So he got a kind of momentary smile with a raised eyebrow. And I was laughing at myself because in my head I'm thinking, hey mate, check that out. Yeah. Grey, possibly yellow wagtail. <laughs> yeah. And he's seeing grinning runner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't help myself. And then when I came back up, same way back, he was still there, which in itself says something. There's no one else there. Yeah. He was a he didn't look too old. He didn't look too messed up. But he was sitting on his own down by the canal 
drinking booze. Yeah. And I looked at him Having now. A, moment, and I, a long moment. I had this whole chain of thought and I looked at him and sort of smiled. This time I smiled and said, hey, remember me? The guy with the idiot smile that was supposed to tell you stuff you couldn't possibly work out. He looked back at me without smiling. And I realised that, you know, that's what he was doing. So he was just sitting there staring into the abyss. Oh, bless him. And really... They're both Staring valid responses, into aren't the they? Abyss, but the wagtail you'd miss as the runner gliding on by. So, yeah. It's, I don't know which of us is right. No, one I know, of us is I, excited I, I, about I the wagtail. I know which one of us is right. You're Staring right. into the abyss. You're right. And he needs help. Yeah. And this segues nicely into quite a serious story. Tell it. If you don't mind me I want to hear sharing it. it as. I mean, I've been running now for maybe I'm 60 miles in. Yeah, yeah. It's like you've found me sort of You're three quarters of the way through a party. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I was running back last week on my long run. Yeah. Down the Parkland Way. And as I went over a bridge, I saw a geezer. I'm just stopping because I keep getting blurry pictures. Sorry. Go for it. Go. I saw a fella on the other side of the ledge of the bridge. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Where were you again? I was just running down the Patlin Way. We'll see it on the way back. Yeah, okay. It's about a 25-foot drop. Right. Onto traffic. So this geezer looks a mess. Obviously, he's sort of ill-shaven, early 30s, white geezer, tracksuit. Not not great, but not a sporty tracksuit. Yeah, yeah. What's happening here? I don't know. Something maybe not to get involved in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Obviously, just to explain it to listeners, I'd love to take a picture, but I don't think that would be helpful. It's too care as helping a disabled guy in the woods. Just lifting him. There's some fairly serious carrying going Just on. lifting him, right. So anyway. It's, uh, so, I see, so I see him. Yep. This bloke on the other side of the ledge. Because at first I thought he's just looking over. Then I thought, hey, I can't see his legs. He's on the other side of the ledge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I stopped. And uh, I said, you're not thinking of doing anything stupid, are you? And he said, yeah, I might be. And he was just, just like, he had that kind of disconnected, kind of, yeah, like uber depressed, tonally flat voice kind of thing. Yeah. He's either ill or really depressed or so depressed it's hard to say whether you're ill or not sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Possibly a medication. Yeah. And, uh, Detached. Yeah, completely. De- I mean, he's on the other side of a ledge contemplating taking his own life. Yes. He's not in a good frame of mind. You yeah, know? yeah. Um, and there's f- fair bits of traffic. And you sort of realise at that stage that... Uh, you're not really qualified. No, you know, it's to do a much. difficult. Once he says that, you think, I've got to handle this well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, and you think, if I say the wrong thing, he's going he's gonna to do it. And you'll feel really bad. Oh, God, yeah. And obviously, that outcome's no good for him either. Yeah, and you're in this now. You know, once, yeah, once you, you start, when you're engaged, yeah, yeah. you're sort of in it. Yeah. So I, start, I asked him his name. Yeah. And I told him my name. And it kind of, and he was sort of sort of leaning away from the bridge and like waving his legs as if he's contemplating yeah and uh there's a good there's a good ending don't worry he does come over so oh, I just want to say that now thing. yeah yeah but it's because all I'm doing is fighting back jokes you know yeah yeah, I mean, I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. no the, the ending did you good. tell him your name was Paul yeah, was yeah. Just, yeah yeah the good. ending's good 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 the ending's good but it, I, I ended up kind of sort of pleading with him not to do it good good that was good my that, that seemed to be my tactic just please don't do it yeah yeah Please, come on, let's talk. Please don't do it. Yeah. And he, uh, and after a couple of minutes, I don't know whether he started feeling sorry for me in the end. Well, that's good. I don't, know, I, don't know, I don't know how it worked. But he came over, he popped over. And uh, 
he walked to me a bit and we had a bit of a chat and then he chipped off but he seemed better yeah it just made me want to know what to do in that well, situation it's a funny thing it's I was like really pleased that, that about the outcome but it made me feel simultaneously a bit like I really wish I knew how to deal with that yeah yeah well properly, I'm sure yeah. everyone does I'm sure he does I mean when it comes down to it you can help him through that moment and the good thing is he really will be through that moment I mean like on a much yeah. smaller scale it's like when you give up smoking and you really fancy one if you can get through that 10 minutes you won't fancy it but it's not it's, you're aware yeah. of it it's that kind of you might not be suicide's a, a decision, decision isn't it it's a, decision. It's, a mo- it's a moment you'd imagine yeah you know it's a loss of perspective yeah. and it's a decision but also you're trying you know particularly if you go out somewhere like that there's an element of attention seeking behaviour yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, not, yeah. No, no, I'm not dissing there I'm no, saying no, no, no. what I'm saying that. is he's looking for help and you, get, you were there yes. to give it yeah. Yeah. yeah years ago I climbed up onto North Bridge onto where the statues go on North Bridge in Edinburgh. Right. And some people came and took me down off there and I was like, oh no, you're right, I just want to sit here for a bit. Right. And I, and I, and I thought that I did. Right. But you know, you never those know. people were right. They, they were yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no, you come down, stop just, messing around. Just you know? the fact that you've done, that you've if put yourself... If that's really the case, don't mess around with it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just the fact that you've put yourself there is not a good sign. I mean, the guy who took me down off there, he was pretty strict with me. Yeah. Look where we are. Captain. 
you're just worried about saying the wrong thing. Yeah, and the, but that sense of wanting to do something, the fact that you want to do something and or did something is a lot of the battle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's amazing the things people will walk past. Yeah, well, people walked past this. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of them just thought, I don't know what's going on. Some of them thought, maybe it's best left with him anyway. Yeah, yeah. This pleading bloke and this... That's <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, well, once you're in it, it's out. funny how the rules all change then. Because they're coming past seeing the two of you and they think, oh, it's between them two. Or, yes, yeah, yeah, of course. This is, yeah. These two guys are trying they to trick me. They think it's some lover's tiff or something or yeah, whatever. Yeah, or whatever, yeah, exactly. Well, that's... Uh... So that was just a really intense moment. And I've, the weird thing is... I've hardly thought about it since. Yeah, yeah. It was just a really almost surreal moment. Because what are you going to do with it? Junior, right. Yeah, well, what do you do with it anyway? Yeah, yeah. No one else experienced it, so it was just a really odd one, you know. Yeah. Well, I hope he's okay. Yeah, th- oh, bless him. Who knows, man? We just don't know, do we? No. Well, at least you feel like society's really got the support there for people like that. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. It's all been taken away. Yeah. Yeah, I took it political. I went political. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Richard. So we're gonna gonna run round a little loop and then go up this the nasty hill. Cool. The nasty Muslim. We're just hill. getting into Alexandra. Yeah, Palace the edges Park. of Ali Pali, yeah. Ow. Just running into Ow. some, some brown. <laughs> Again as I How's your leg feeling? Is it feeling alright? I've got a bit of uh, my mine. Hello Sorry. baby. My crazy vibrating uh, leg is which on me later. Yeah. But my actual uh, ITB. Oh, oh hello. Way, baby. Me, me. Me, me. <laughs> my children copy that. I say, I say, hey, mate, to animals. Yeah. And over the years, it's become, me. me. Yeah. And then my children say it. Me, me. And, and then after maybe three years of them saying that to animals. My son turned to me and said, what does Amy actually mean? Yeah. He didn't know he was saying, hey, mate. Hey, mate. Because I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> Amy. But it is, it's like if I walk up to a zoo cage. That's what I say. Hello, mate. <laughs> um, oh, St. Francis. Yeah, I can feel my left intro, whatever You've the word beginning with T, on, my left knee. Yeah. And it's just hurting from use, though. There's no twangs. Right. I said to myself the other day when I was running, I said, you, I've got pain. Said, is it a pain or is it an ache? It's right. an ache. Do you need to stop? No. Then that ache is evidence of either distance or pace. Right. Well done. Yeah. Carry on. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to get little pains as you run loads, you're aren't gonna you? You're going to feel it, aren't you? Yeah. Exactly. Tapping into times in the past when you've been trained up and felt, okay, I remember... Doing the Royal Parks two weeks after Berlin. Yeah. And, you know, obviously I could still feel Berlin in my legs, but I was fit. Right. You know, just rattling yeah. around. It's that balancing act of recognising the, the pains and aches that are kind of surfacial. Yeah. And it's that um, thing about Marathon Day as well. Yeah. Of, like, lining up with well-trained but with energy to spare, because it's not just another race. No. It's, you know, from 16 to 24 miles. You've got to have real fitness in the bank there. Yeah, yeah. And your mental, you've got to have, you've got to have your right, the right head on, haven't you? Absolutely. You've got to really give it, you know, because you you've, you, you've done all this training. Yeah. So how can I get the most out of all this training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, 
it's not just another race. No, not at all. In both ways, you know. Yeah. But I think the one thing you have to recognise the psychology of that is it's funny. Like, well, um, when I ran my twenty-one, yeah, this weekend, that's the weekend of the Great North Run. Yes. And uh, thing, oh, I ran the Great North Run. Oh, it's tough. I can imagine doing that, and imagine I can remember that tough last four miles. You right. Know? And yet, running my twenty-one. It didn't start getting difficult until I'd run more than 15 miles. Right. But both of those are true. Yes. You yeah. know, if I'd done the, um, whoa, <laughs> thanks very much. We, we've passed Strimmers here before, haven't Strim, we? Strimmer. <laughs> he was a pretty cool Strimmer. Underneath the uh, strimming mask, he looked like Frank Zappa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Frank Strimmer. Who got the keys to my bima? Um, it's Frank Strimmer got the keys to yeah, yeah, yeah. Frank Strimmer get the keys to my bima. A lot of it's that's about pace, isn't it? Yeah. If you try to run, let's to get. Oh, bit, we look, go. we're going this way. Yeah, we're going this. We're way. Going to the paddock car park and beyond. Look at that. Here he goes into the woods. <laughs> um, because yeah, t- absolutely. Because it's not to say that if I hadn't. Pick the other one and done the Great North Island on the Sunday. I wouldn't have really felt it. Yeah, because because I'd have gone off. You right might have fast. been doing six fifties or whatever yeah, till exactly. till eight and got tired and had to really dig in. It's all about your tempo, isn't it? Yep. But equally, I felt like I found a bit of a sense of what it would feel like to not go off too fast yet still make a good pace. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the line to get, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Because I, because uh, morning I passed because I did go off fast. But I didn't go off as fast as I have done in marathons in the past. Yeah. So going off fast is okay. It's going off too, too fast. Yeah. Much. But um, do you find do you find it affects your psyche? Psyche. Yeah. After running lots of miles. Uh, your biochemistry. Does it affect your psyche? Yeah. Do you get, find yourself getting more? You know, during your emotions affected by the chemicals uh, you're... Uh, it comes and goes, you know. Yeah. I, f- I normally find myself a bit more chilled out because I'm sort of tired. See, so, yeah. In a kind of chilled out sort of way. I feel the opposite. I feel like, for me, the old 20, 25 mile week, that's pretty meditative. It gets me right. feeling pretty steady. Yeah. With all these miles and distance. Particularly in the five days after a long run. Gets you a bit grouchy. Tell you, well, it's not grouchy so much as feel quite good, but testosterone Right. I feel like, I'm not, you know, I feel great. Yeah. And then someone t- talks to me and I go, no. Right. I was like, oh, I was quite, had quite a bad temper just there. You feel quite tough guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I don't really want to, you know, I'd rather feel meditative. Yeah. But obviously your body is secreting testosterone to make you fight, you know, to make you strong. Yes. Yeah, that's an interesting... But day to day, that leads to grumpiness and libidinousness. Yeah. And, and obviously, libidinousness is more fun than grumpiness, but pretty much as useless to a, uh, yeah. you know, to a husband, father, and busy working person. Well, grumpiness and libidinousness doesn't really go together, does it? No. Grumpiness doesn't normally lead to an avenue for... It's not a romantic emotion, no, is it? No. Come on, I'm grumpy. We get out from meal. But <laughs> We're that that bloody date. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Just enjoy yourself. Let's order now. It's, um, we're going to go up here, mate. All right. But yeah. the marathon does, 
That's funny. Sorry, we're about to go up the, uh, up the road nasty. hill to Muzzle Hill. This is a nasty hill. Listeners will remember. This is nasty. Last time we come up here, it's hammering down with rain. It was only so hard that our uh, recording equipment only just made, did really well to get this the run. This is a nasty hill. It's exactly the opposite weather. It's great. I did this late yesterday. I went for like a nine-mile run. Yeah. But it included three surges up this one here. Good. Because this is a nasty hill. If we go left, mate, we'll go up this side of it. Yeah, yeah I'm just trying to keep running while we cross. Here we go. Easy. Here we go. It's, uh, it's about 500 metres up. This is a classic example of one of these. You can't take photos of hills. They just look flat. Yeah. But there we are. There it is yeah. the record. Look at the gorgeous weather as well. It's quite an aggressive thing running a marathon in a way, isn't it? Yeah. You've got a kind of... It's that thing with a kind of mellow but determined attitude yeah, yeah. throughout. I think know. that's distance running as well, isn't it? Yeah. You've got to lean back on it. You've got to say, it doesn't really matter. And ultimately, hopefully maybe, you're kind of running against yourself. Yeah. But you're still getting out your inner fighter. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And using other people to access that. Yeah, yeah, by pushing them over. Yeah. Yeah. I started reading another ultramarathon book. Can't remember which one. No, not that one. Another one. Go on. And uh, it's all food, isn't it? Yeah, ultras. You get beyond the marathon. Yeah. You're talking fuel. Yeah. And it's interesting the way... Just pizzas and cakes. Erstwhile compadre and amazing runner Susie Chan. Yeah. You know, she said about that. Basically, uh, your ultra runner spends their non-running days eating healthily yeah thinking about their food groups and proteins and good carbs right, mate. yeah mate. mate loving it mate loving the heat <laughs> he's on a bike it's important to extremely accessorised man yeah. going out there on his bike looking good he was encouraging he's quite yeah. friendly yeah I'll let him have it um, but yeah once you get out there you're thinking what I need now is a pizza yeah. Yeah, run 40 miles. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, mean, I, need I don't a, need alfalfa sprouts. No, I need a... Yeah. I need a pizza and hot chocolate. It's a funny old thing. But do you want to know what, how, what my fueling regime was on Saturday for my long run? Yeah, go on then. Starburst. Starburst? Yeah, yeah. What, during the run? Yeah, yeah. Really? Well, I didn't take any carb gels. Yeah. I'm only trying stuff left in right. the cupboard. So we'll have to get on to that. Yeah. And Starburst are vegan, right? Yeah. So you know I'm thinking sweets. Jelly sweets, carb gels, sugars. Yeah. I took four flavours. Right. They were fantastic. That sounds good. I dropped, dropped one at about a half marathon length. Yeah. And I had one every couple of miles after that. Good for you, mate. Really tasty. Not too hard to chew, you know. Just a really vent. You know, when you get into that late run mindset, and you need your sugary, chipping a little bit. Yeah, oh, feeling low and getting a bit down. You eat something that tastes of black currant, it makes you want to cry because it's so delicious. That sounds perfect. Yeah, it's really good. We're actually uh, approaching mushroom season, aren't we? <laughs> Another could that fa- be the yeah, yeah? Could that be the snack of choice In at Yorkshire. the 30, 30 kilometre? If you're trying to get away from <laughs> things that give you a stomachache, I don't know if that's the way to go. Yeah. Make the last few miles interesting. But I do reckon I'll be able to, between proper, healthful, nutrition, nutritionally recognised snacks yeah. and Starburst, 
You're going to have a I think I'll be avoiding the car jails in Yorkshire for the first yeah. time. That's great, mate. Because I couldn't do that in London. It's when I got to go. 17 and thought, Fuck this. if I Sorry. don't have a car jail, it's either have a car jail or lie down. Yeah. Those are the two choices. Woo! <laughs> so we breached the hill there. That was a good little loop. Yeah, it's nice, yeah. You talked about the hill being hard, but... Cheeky little loop. We squeezed it. I didn't really feel it. No. We ran, we ran up it on our imaginary starburst. <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's like. Yeah, riding a star bus to distance. It's like uh, the rainbow in Anchorman. <laughs> Look at that rainbow. Yeah. I won't do the rest of the quote. Woo. So yeah, we've looped round. We didn't quite get to Ali Pali. No. We dropped down to uh, Muswell, the Victoria what, Stakes. Yeah, ran up Muswell Hill to Muswell Hill, and we're coming left to cut, going across that beautiful terrace. And that's a good. That's a good hill to get on if you're around the area, isn't it? Yeah. You just feel strong doing that one. Yeah, absolutely. It's good food, isn't it? I think we're lucky with the North London, because if you... It's not that, you know, if you're into the hill run, if you've been on Dartmoor, yeah. then London can be disappointing. But if you need a pull, there's a couple around. Yeah. It's good. Didn't get up Arthur's seat at any point during Edinburgh. No, I sort of noticed that. You just didn't fancy it. I was trying to get the miles up. a basically. cliche, yeah. I it's not like you haven't done it. No, I didn't. I just didn't need that rhythm. I had a really good run up there earlier in the year. Right. I was just trying to get my miles up. Yeah. Apart from all the runs we recorded, a, uh, a great run I had in Edinburgh was I did a 15-miler. Jimmy went up the Innocent Railway a little bit. Yes. I carried on out there as far as it goes. Yeah. And then picked up the Brunstein Burn. Right. A Brunstein Burn is a lot less uncomfortable than it sounds right and out to the seaside at Musselburgh where you can look back and see Arthur's seat and Kelton Hill beyond and then came back down it was really good distance yeah so give me the shape of your taper the shape of my taper you're going to run 20 today and 20 next Wednesday are you going to run 20 the Wednesday after that no the 22 next Wednesday will be the last long, long run. What, we it's three weeks on Sunday to the run, is that right? You I think that's right. Yeah, that three weeks right. on Sunday, yeah. yeah. So about two and a half weeks before I'll do the last long, long run. Yeah. And then on the uh, 10 days before, I'll probably do like 15, 16 maybe. Yeah. Just with some surges to get used to. Do you Just know any, what, they want to be busy, you know, doing operations and stuff. Do they wear the little masks when they're running? I thought you talk about the surgeons. You're going to run with some surgeons. Yeah, run with some surgeons. That's always good. I got, so I like to the latter stage of the marathon. I like to run with massive fish in the Caspian Sea. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to run with some sturgeon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get <laughs> Nicola out. <laughs> run with your arm. Nicola Sturgeon. Running for the very first time. And then I'm going to basically just chill off the mileage. I'll do a, I'll do a last park run. The preceding Saturday. Yep. Try to do a fast one for confidence. Do you know where you are? Will that be in London? I might actually be in Birmingham. Okay. So I don't know what the park runs are like in Birmingham. Oh, well, Cannon Hill Park Park Run. Come on, it's fantastic. Is it fast? Um, is give it me a minute. Yes, it is. Right. Yeah, it is. It is sort of similar to the... Uh, to Manchester, is it? To the Manchester one, so it got a bit mixed up there in my head. Right. But it's got a lovely bit. You go around the park, yeah. and it's got like a there and back at the end. Right. Which is a bit like the uh, 
Check across halfway up Mali Pali Hill. Okay. Ah, it's good. It's a lovely run. Finishes around the lake. Right. Oh, and right at the end there's a hill, but right at the very end. It finishes at the bandstand. Right. And there's some buildings on your left that come down off a hill. And right at the end, to make up the distance, you go up it and down the other side. Right. Okay. It's yeah. a good finish. Well, that'll be a good little Absolutely. for York. That's where... That's where I found out about doing 20, because there's this great, really fit older guy with this swoosh of white hair. Yeah. And he just took me on that hill. I was like, wow, there he goes. And I didn't, I mean, it wasn't even, I didn't have a chance. I was, yeah. giving, I was already was giving away everything. Yeah. But he'd kept something back. And then when we got the times, he was he on like 1958 and I was right. on 2003 or something. I was like, oh, I see. You see what you're doing, man. Yeah, yeah. So we're basically on our way back now. We'll cut into the park, do little quarter of a lap and then just hit the road head back down the park to Morton the yeah. weather is just it's so glorious you know, I think some people don't go on with the heat my uh, son was I mean fair enough he's just started second school he's literally put on a blazer for the first time yeah and then the weather went to 28 degrees so he's making a fair point but I was saying to him just imagine we lived in a hot country it'd be like this all the time yeah like, yeah I can't I surely, can't. surely they won't Insist on them wearing blacks. Yeah, exactly. Are they insisting on the... So many daft rules sometimes. I think you can take them off in school, but I think equally they're wrong-footed. You know, it's the first couple of weeks. If it was next summer, yeah. they'd have all edicts. It's going to be hot this week, so no ties. Or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But because it's September, I don't think they're ready for that stuff. And also they come up with loads of zero-tolerance discipline points yeah. to hit kids with. You know, you can get... It's like driving in London. You can end up with, like, five points before you get anywhere. Yeah, yeah. A kid walking into secondary school, wrong side of the corridor, ties not the right sufficient length. Well, and Do you know what I mean? All these things. That's right, because ultimately they're playing... They need to play a very palpable strictness card, Yeah. which is more to please parents than to... Um, control kids, and it's, it's maybe it'll do both. It's also about the number of kids. Yep. They've got so many kids, you know, that they need to have flat that's rules. The difference. You know, that's a, that's a major adjustment for kids from primary school. Yeah, you're suddenly part of this huge community. Yeah, yeah. You can walk up to the gate every day and see different people every day for months. Yeah, how's he? How's he finding it? Is he all yeah, right? good, really good. Yeah, it's just, just a few days in. Yeah, and he's cracking on with his homework and he's right. getting there and back. And, Joining clubs. Good for him. Picking up his musical instrument. Right. Yeah, good on him. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he wasn't convinced about the heat. See, I like running in the heat. Yeah, I do as well. I think that you definitely do, despite both of us enjoying it and like liking the hills and stuff. You do. You slow down a bit. Yeah, and you spend more. Yeah. You know, so in terms of conservation of making a good time over a long distance. Oh, no, it's hard. We're looking for cold weather. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if it's like this in York... Yard work, and I think rain will wear you down as well. I Although, like a bit of rain. Uh, yeah, a bit of cooling, cooling mist. Yeah. Heavy rain makes you kind of lean into it, sort of bend over, which is no good. And it can get a bit cold and chafy and weird. Yeah, that's right. But we're ready. We're ready for any conditions. If it was like this, we'd just have to say we're not going to get the times we want to. Yeah. We'll have a lovely day. We'll have to adjust it. Yeah. So we booked our hotels, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Booked the uh, trains. Yeah, and people have started sponsoring me as well. Thank you so Good. much. Um, UK.VirginMoneyGiving.com slash Rob Deering. Doing this for Parkinson's UK. As ever. I've just started my fundraising page, and people have just immediately slammed some lovely, generous donations onto it. It really puts you in the mode. I mean, it's kind of selfish, but I love how directly that links into you. 
your motivation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I said that. I said, please motivate me. And they did, and it has. Yeah. So, hurrah. I'm going to take my bucket to Glasgow. That'll be great. I bet they'll dig deep as well in Glasgow. Yeah. You weren't being sarcastic there. No, I think they will. Yeah, yeah, I, I think, think so. they will. I thought you were doing a joke about Scottish people. Turns no, no, out no, that's no. me being racist. No. <laughs> Sorry, I think Scotland. I Gla- at the stand in Glasgow. Absolutely. I think they will. I think they'll dug deep. Dug, dug, dug deep. Well, last time, when I did Berlin two years ago, I took my bucket to Edinburgh. Yeah. And uh, people gave me money after all my shows. Actually, not all my shows, just my own solo show, because I talked about it in that. Right. So just off the audiences of that show, it was like something like 1,800 pounds. Great. People are fantastic, aren't they? And I feel bad in a way, because then you get credit for the fundraising. I always want to say, I didn't do anything. The credit goes to the people who gave me the money, you know what I mean? That's, yeah. the, that's the sacrifice. That's the big decision. So, so good on them. And just for FYI, my... Uh, my dad is doing really well. Is he? Yeah. He's showing a great amount of interactivity and vim and, and character and just being his old self. Right. Incredibly for someone who basically is, you know, he's got dementia. He's very confused. Yeah. But he's so Barney. So does it come in and out then? Of sort well, of? No, he, he, and it's very, he, he's lucid, but only for, never for like a whole conversation. Right. You know? Okay. So in terms of how we interact... He's not there. But that sounds terrible on paper. If you go and see him, you know, he gets what's going on. He, so y- you can actually, I can, I can go and visit my dad. Great. You know, and see him and, as he Fantastic. is, and, and, uh, as I know him, you know. Which is a funny old thing. So, but yeah. And it's, he, oh, um, Dave Clark from uh, Sky TV. Yeah. Who's got, uh, uh, he's, he's our age, he's got Parkinson's. Right. And he's currently doing... The coast-to-coast walk for Parkinson's UK. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Fantastic thing. I think by the time you hear this, that'll be finished. But go on Twitter and have a look him up. I think it's Dave Clark TV. Right. Because um, there's great photos and it's a real good thing. I was hoping to maybe join him at some point, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. So he's just been diagnosed recently? Was it? Last couple of years, yeah. And one other Parkinson's UK thing... Shake with Laughter's uh, the gig. fifth birthday party gig is on uh, October the uh, 17th. In London? In London at the Comedy, Comedy Store, Store. With uh, Alan Davis, Dominic Holland, Kerry Godleyman, The Noise Next Door. Great bill. Yeah. Really funny Nathan people. Caton. Really it's funny be great. People, yeah. It's always a good show anyway, and that's yeah. a good bill, isn't it? Storming bill, yeah. yeah. And me. You... It's going to be great, that one. I did, a, uh, I did a charity thing the other night for Susie Lamplew. Oh, yeah. At Leicester Square Theatre. It was really nice. Who was on? Compared by everyone's famous, everyone's favourite scientist, broadcaster, comedian, Robin Ince. Ince. Ince was there. Yep. Hal Cruttenden. Lovely. Kerry Godleyman, who's probably... One of the, if not the funniest woman currently operating. Gary Goldman's yeah, fantastic. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's really good. Uh, Joe Brand. Yep. Who's, she did uh, Shake With Laughter a couple of years ago. Yeah. She's fantastic. She's great. And a couple of new acts who I can't really remember. Talking Phil- of How Cuttenden and Joe Brand, I do love the extra slice. I'd love to get on that. Yeah. We're big Great British Break Off fans in my house. We are in my house, yeah. yeah. Do we, are we going to talk about it? 
Well, I think it's heavily in the news cycle now, and by then it will have shaken down. Well, it's going to play out, though, isn't it? I mean, Absolutely. It's not going to stop. Well, I'll tell you what I draw from it right, right now to bring you back to where we were, listeners. Um, Bake Off's leaving the BBC, going to Channel 4. Mel and Sue aren't going with it. Yeah. So everyone's in, in, up in arms. And I was saying to Julia this morning... Um, is there a you know if they get to the point where it's a terrible idea and Mary Berry doesn't want to do it is there a point where they can say let's reopen negotiations yeah and you feel like that's what should happen but it feels like just in life that can never happen you know is it's it like, like Brexit oh, we can't we can't renegotiate Brexit now it's like but I know it was a referendum we know it's a democracy but it was a tiny percentage it yeah. was a terrible idea. Here we go. The no. government uh, have run away from it. You know what I mean? It's go. like, it's okay in life to admit to a mistake to and to take it back a step or two. Whether it's Bake Off or Brexit. And I know there'll be people, there'll be people, be good people, people who would agree with me on pretty much everything. Who would say, no, you could, how could you have the referendum again? It would make a mockery of it. It's like, well, well, let's just go for what will give us the best outcome. I actually think that, that, that Brexit would win again. Yeah, that's if true. Another referendum. But, but it'd be great if they, That's fair enough. But if they have a referendum again where everyone agreed on the outcomes and, like, you know, I mean, the government, are, are, it's disgraceful that they didn't have two proper plans in place. That's how it should have been. Yeah, but you know, he did, he did he, say, we're going to do this or this. Which one do you want? And then you choose one, and then they put it into place. But the problem Whereas they literally went, oh, no, we don't know what we're going to do. Well, and most of them ran away. Well, they, no, but they, they didn't want to explore Brexit because they didn't want Brexit. Yeah, but, that so but then don't call a referendum. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. If you're that, offering the, the people two outcomes, yeah, and you've you got to have a plan one. for both outcomes. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. It's not gambling. It's, it's the future. Yeah. For Christ's sake, I, I'm, I'm livid. And then just saying, oh, no, I'll stick around. Oh, I won't. You know, there's no accountability to yeah, these, these off, idiots. But in terms of back to Bake Off. Yeah, yeah. It yeah can't well, let's get to it, the important it, thing. Yeah. It can't help but be immediately devalued if it goes to Channel 4. Yeah. It'll lose loads of viewers overnight. Yeah, and it's, and quint- it's just like, it's a BBC show, isn't it? It's, it's quintessentially BBC. It's yeah. British. It's diverse. It's yeah. cosy. It's yeah. mildly educational. Yeah. It's got familiar faces. Yeah. It you appeals to old people. You can't announce the this week's Star Baker after the break. Yeah. It's a killer. It's just absolute killer, yeah, isn't it? It's and it arose with those presenters yep. organically, like all great shows do. Yep. Over time, developed its style, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, we'll wait and see. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And I also, it's funny, because it's nice to separate out the bake-off from the news that surrounds it. You know? It would be good to watch it again tonight and remember Still what we like show. about it. Yeah. And we get, at least we get to do that for another two months, if it's never again. And remember, it wasn't them negotiating for hire. He was a production. That's a lot of dogs. Yeah. Let's behave very calmly. I hate it. Sheezy. Yeah, lots of dogs. That's it. Listen to the man. The thing is, we smell of meat and salt, don't we? That's the trouble. Don't lick my legs. We'll just walk from there. Yeah, you just poo there and then go back to your owner. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have asked that dog for its permission. Yeah. Should we just stop for a second, just wait for him to go? Yeah, well, let's keep walking, because if we stop, they'll be like an attractive... Okay. We're like bait. Little dogs in the woods. Half a dozen woods in dogs in haggard woods. No worries, mate. 
chancer. Just ripping people off. Yeah. 50 quid an hour for like eight dogs. Yeah. Dogs go to the toilet every day. He's not, he doesn't care, does he? No. He'll look after that. He's not picking it up. Yeah. I've just realised we're cross. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not cross. Yeah, not a little bit. It's just... Uh, no, I'm into it because I'm testosterone Come on. No, but like... I want to get cross. Let's go back. How many... Do- when does it end, the amount of number of dogs you can walk in the woods? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he must have had about ten dogs there. Yeah, maybe a dozen. Cheaper by the dozen. Call them, call it, say 50. He had 146 he had at least 50 dogs. dogs out of control, ripping people to shreds. Yeah, yeah. Going to the toilet, wherever they fancy it. He was in his red jacket on that horse. Just counting his... his little horn. Just counting his money. Yeah. Literally rolling in wedge. <laughs> Shameless, isn't it? Shameless. Shameless. Good luck to him. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, mate. Yeah, yeah. Having fun. The dogs don't care, do they? They're, they're meeting the mates every week. It must be... It's like a youth club for them, isn't it, when you used to meet your mates every Monday and play table tennis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dogs are having a great time. They're loving it. Yeah. It's a funny time of year, though, because everyone's gone back to doing what they do, haven't they? It really is. Yeah. It's the school year. It's everyone's year. Yeah. You can feel like when you interact in the world of work, people are going back to work. I saw some old friends the other day. It's nice to have socials with older friends. You don't get to do it that much, but there's a couple of guys I know from way back when. Right. And we got together. We have occasionally get together for a pub quiz, which in turn is good because you mainly you're doing the quiz. Yeah. All that talk about lives. We managed to squeeze it into a few short minutes and then get back to trivia. Just but, spending time with each other, just naturally, like, yeah. like you did. And... Uh, there, uh, everyone's talking about you know moving houses and things. So, right. And that's, I suppose they've been thinking about it all summer, but it just feels like it's a time of change, you know. In the autumn, people yeah. start seriously. If you want to get something done, it's time to get started with it. Otherwise, you're not going to start with it for another six months. This is a good pull. I'm watching. Bit of a Tonkinson. Oh yeah. Pull up driving the out of the oh, yeah. Queenswood. <laughs> Looking good after however many miles you've done. Looking good after a lot of miles. Yeah, of meat. Working off the meat. Working off the beef and prosecco. <laughs> beef and prosecco. Hey, it's another thing. That was a sign that my run was going well the other day. Is I didn't have trippy visuals of fizzy alcohol. Right. Around the uh, 17, 18 mile mark. And maybe because it was raining so much, I didn't really. What is that thing that keeps you going towards the end of long runs? What's the. What's the carrot? I was just getting to the end that time. I think I knew in this instance, in my heart of hearts, that if I was called upon to go further, I could. Yeah. I could feel the negativity of the finish line. And that's good. That's that's a sign of fitness. I'm at this point at the moment where I'm going to get to the end of a run. There's more. Yeah, I'm saying stop now. Right. My body's going, I've just got started. Right. And I did that at 20 and it did it at five, you know. So... I need to be in that state when I get to the marathon. But then, spend it all. Yeah. Not get to the end of the marathon feeling like that. Yeah. You know. I've finished. I've finished. We're closing down on a, uh, on a, on a guest podcast with Vassos Alexander. Very exciting. Who, uh, he works with Chris Evans Radio too, does loads of sports commentary and he's, uh, he's really into his running. Yeah, yeah. And he's written a great book and he's going to come on. It's going to be great. This book's called Don't Stop, Don't Stop Me, Stop Me Now. Now. He's having lovely. such a good time. It's lovely. And he, uh, I've had a bit of email correspondence getting him in to do this. Yeah. And I mentioned I was trying to beat Sub 3. And he sent me a picture and said, good luck with the Sub 3. He said, this is what Sub 3 looks like. Yeah. 
and it was a picture of him and two mates. Yeah. I can only presume at the end of a marathon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was just going to say either at the end of a marathon or after uh, apocalypse. Yeah, but it zombie looked, apocalypse. It looked like that. They looked like castaways, just three completely exhausted blokes. Yeah. Grabbing onto each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just totally finished. Yeah, yeah. It was like I'm picturing long beards and rats. It, it and was they weren't there, but they're kind of vestigial. It was, it was there. inspiring and frightening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. Wow. Well, if it's any help, you look a bit like that anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That Thanks. ultra unhealthy look that really fit marathon blokes get. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's the, it's the look of having got too into the running, you know. Yeah, get, yeah. Getting a little bit high in your own supply. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Just grabbing great. onto each other. No, I hope that we can, He'd be... A, if we can talk to him between now and then, that's going to be... A, well, it'll either be an inspiration or, or, or uh, we'll feel quite threatened. It'll be a shame. I think it'll be. I think it should be purely inspiring. I mean, yeah, it's, he just—he just loves his running from his book. It just comes out. Yeah. And he's really sort of casual about distances and times and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's very fit. He's a bit dog run. He's done a hundred uh, k ultra. He did that race to the stones. Yeah, yeah, along the chills. Cuts He's chills. done a. He's done a sub three marathon. Yeah. He's done things like run 19 miles to the start of a half marathon, run it with a mate, and then run 19 miles home again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's done that. Yeah. So he's, he's pretty out there. But it's nice to balance that with a deep love of running. It's like we said, the real concept of a dog run is uh, it, you have to be, it, it's coming from a jumping off point of being a runner. Yeah. You know where you can delineate between a training run and a run where you don't care but where on the run you don't care you're still going fast you're still yeah, going yeah, far yeah. you're still going a long way so he really sums that up he does look like a kind of happy mongrel when you see his face running yeah he's got that you feel that joy in him yeah it's just something about him I'm looking forward to meeting Vassos I was uncomfortable with those words but I understood yeah. them in context <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about dog running um, um, Fred some star who uh uh, said about um, dog running. Yeah. She was running 100k at the weekend. Wow. She was doing the Thames Path. Oh, yeah. I think she was running 100k in one day. Wow. She was also working at Lake Live in Edinburgh in the summer. And she wasn't doing any training, so I'm too busy. I've got to be at the Gilded Balloon every day, all day, every day. Wow. I'm just going to go back to So she to just London did it untrained? Just kind of. Chain, chain on the job, I suppose. She, she, what, what, a method of training we call to do an Izzard. Yes. The Izzardian Izzard approach. Yeah. And the Tribe guys as well. I remember when yeah. they started out on their thousand miler. They're just running. Kind of, yeah, you don't, there's not much point in I mean, that's yeah. a thousand miles running at 100k. Yeah. But... Uh, you're still basically saying, well, you're going to get some training. Yeah. You're going to do some running. Yeah. So how did you get on? don't know yet. Yeah. I was just going to say, oh, well done. I thought, well, we say that. She pulled up after 2K. She yeah, yeah, she, yeah. She, she, she's still there. She was really unfit. She may and or do may it. not have finished. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll find out and report back. But she got in touch. She said, I got, she was texting around trying to get someone to... Lend her a head torch because she couldn't get hold of a head torch and right. she texted me. Because it'd be running through the night, of course. I yeah. love the, I love the, it's like, I haven't got one, love. Yeah. <laughs> sure, I was really flattered yeah. by you thinking I had a head yeah. torch. <laughs> I'm sure there'll come a time when we will be using a head torch. Yeah. Boy, I mean, I've got lights approached it as yet. in my house. That's yes. where I am got bulbs. of an evening. <laughs> Again, that uh, Vassos talks about uh, 
deciding to run through the night. Yeah. So he just left work at half ten or something. Yeah. Just ran through the night all around yeah. London, you know. It's like you just say, it's, it's the deci- it's, obviously the running is brilliant and impressive, but it's the decision-making, you know, the informality of it. It's more like, it's not so much like going out for a formalised marathon, more like running out your back door and running 30 miles. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's great. But if I ran through the night, I'd probably have to have a week off. Yeah, yeah. You know, I really prioritise well, rest and recovery. It really does, and I'm sure he'd back us up on this you really got to recognize if you do commit to running at that level or any level beyond just a little run every now and again the secret helpers are your family aren't they yes yeah. they really are picking up the slack yeah you know when i go out on a saturday where all the family are around on the rainy day first week of school there's stuff to be done there's clothes to be washed there's homework to be helped yeah, with yeah yeah yeah. Um, yeah i'll see you in three hours yeah and when i come I'm back off. I'm going to want you to not I'm only going to have to chill feed me, yeah. but I want you to be impressed with me. Yeah, <laughs> be impressed with me and, and slightly leave me alone Yeah, while I stretch and recover. Exactly. So we thank you. We thank the you. The families. Partners. Yeah. The families. Yeah. Well, they give. They're like the secret partners in this yeah. little arrangement, like the yeah. tutors yeah. and the money that changes hands in the whole grammar school. Yes, debate. yes, yes. <laughs> Someone said online the other day, well, books are passing in 11 plus are widely available. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for people who've got time and money. Yes, yeah, Look yeah, at yeah. the discussion again. <laughs> so this is the bridge where it happened. Oh, oh gosh. Oh, fella. But he's fine. He's okay. He's not there now, thank goodness. Well, wherever he is. Let's wish him the best. Good luck. I hope it was a one-off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's hope so. Because we won't be there when you cross the road, as the Green Cross Road man once said. Yeah, it's just there on that side, the left side. You never run up there without remembering that. Yeah. It was funny that there was a point where I'd stopped to chat to him. And then I thought, because it was quite near the end of a long run. Yeah. I thought, oh, I'll have to bloody stop the watch now. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then the other part of your head it's like, yes. Should I keep moving and stretching yeah. while we go through this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like when people are... Uh, you're interrupting my long run. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a funny old thing. I don't know how far we've gone today. Well, we've done about 11 and a bit clicks. So that's how much? Oh, right. Seven miles, about. Okay, maybe. I'm glad that because... So you're, you're already miles. having run and going to kilometres. Yeah, you lost me. We'll have run about seven miles. Yeah, yeah. It's so rather irritatingly, I've got to go up for another another four. Another four or five. You haven't got to, Paul. I know. I know, I don't have to. <laughs> I can feel it in my knees, but I feel good. Yeah. I'm more worried about the old doms. I could run all the time. It's, it's what twangs and collapses when I stop. Right. I'm going up, up to uh, Glasgow tomorrow, but at least I won't be driving anywhere. That's great. You're going That's by train? Killer. Yeah. Good. It takes ages, though. Yeah, he does. He's really got so a plan hard. to get something done because that's a five-hour train ride. Yeah. So I've planned to get some things done. Yeah. yeah. And you can. You can use it. It's a solid block of time. Yeah. Do some achieving. Yeah. What are you doing on the train? I'm going to be achieving. Get some admin done. Um, I've started to think about London. Right. I want to make this training part of a longer game, you know, okay. where we do Yorkshire. Yeah. Um reassess yeah 
then get the heads down and head for Bath and London again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to have that chain, you know, to start is, to yeah. see the next, the next peak beyond oh. the mountain we're climbing. I'll be having a couple of weeks, not off, but very little after London. Yeah. Just after York, rather. Yeah. I've noticed that Easter holidays are three begin three weeks before London. Do they? And after this summer, right. I had this kind of daydream of going to the Lake District again with my family. Right. And doing what I did for one day this summer. Doing yeah. it for a week, which is to run up a mountain before breakfast. Nice. And then go up a mountain with well, them after, in the daytime. Right. It's a bit close to the marathon. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I could make it a bit more flat. Yeah. Know. Be good to get a good solid week in three weeks before the marathon. There. Plus, that was the best weather you'll ever see. Right. Whereas it won't be like that in April. But it's just nice to be daydreaming about these things. Yeah. Um, if anyone hasn't seen the photos of uh, my uh, mountain run in the summer, I mean, it's, have a look. It's religious. I, I haven't. I don't think I put them on the Facebook page yet. So I'll put them up there today. So by the time you hear this, they'll be there. And uh, check it out, it's quite special. I'm thinking about playlists, you know? Right. Thinking about the music. For the, uh, it's for your... Oh, forever, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to the point where I start sharing this playlist because it's, it's a wonderful mythic thing. You know? Even just doing that six music stuff and talking about... Running music with Steve the Max yeah. listeners, which is scratching the surface. You know, this could be, I think, that the true running playlist that everyone might enjoy. It's going to be my magnum opus, you know. I think, think it's going to be one... over a billion songs on it. Do you, do you do different, like, sort of, you know, 5K versions, 10K, marathon, ultra kind of different mixes? No, I kind of let it mix up. Right. And I have loads of songs, and then you play the mood, so sometimes... You see wherever it goes, and it's really diverse and esoteric. Right. Sometimes you're flicking on, finding banger after banger, okay. or even finding gentle, quiet song after gentle, quiet song. You know, I have themes. Right. Like good sort of strands of running songs, and you can put them all together to make one. And often they do cluster like that. Right. But equally, then they all go in the pot. Okay. Like another ingredient in the like stew. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. You see what I mean about the, you know. So like in the it. end, it's going to be this huge, swarming mass, throbbing orb that will take over the world, and it will have some songs by the orb on it. I'm sure that's will. how diverse it gets. But then you also get into, and we we'll have to talk about this the whole. You know, if it's okay it's if you don't listen to music. To music, or we not would to rather music. maybe you listen to podcasts. Of course, yeah. And then People there's chat. the headphone issue. At some races as well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I wonder, York has, I imagine, has no policy on <laughs> No, but it's in Yorkshire, so I'm sure they're frowned yeah. upon. Just do it, man. <laughs> well, I think headphones and, and lycra yeah. frowned upon. It's when you're, oh, you're, you're in the wrong start section, mate. You should be in the pink start. <laughs> Just down the road. Yeah, I read your subtext. Yeah. <laughs> Around the back of the club there. Lycra and music. <laughs> should be in the caged area. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so I'm coming. I'm going to Yorkshire in full lycra with a playlist, and I'm not. I'm going to do it like some people, unashamedly, like London kids. You know, I'll carry a little music player in my bag. Yeah. So that when I come past, you can hear it. Yeah. yeah. Little sound system. Our conkers. Loads That's of conkers, mate. That's the time of year. Hot day in September, but look at that on the pavement. Ah, uh, conkers. Conkers. 
<sighs> Weird little. What's he Weird doing in a boxer? He's just, just in a boxing welfare for hire. He's living in the box. He's living in the cardboard box. <sighs> so, we have done, as Paul says, tied out, second run down, one more to go. Two, two out of three ain't bad. Only a quick one to go. Never mind, so we've done seven and three quarters. Have we? Yeah. Oh. yeah. So I've done about I've done about nineteen and a bit now. Yeah. So I just need to go up for another ten. And then uh, do it backwards. Yeah, yeah. It's a long way round. Do this last bit at the sprint though. Yeah. Try and keep it sub six yeah. minute miles. Let's get the video. Running in the heat. Fantastic. Yeah, let's run. So uh, any uh, what are your conclusions? I mean what are you gonna take out there? For this to last bit without without us. Well, I'm going to have to come up with a mantra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, don't you need a car? <laughs> a Mazda. <laughs> Opal Mantra. Oh. oh, come on. I can't. I'm just trying to get a photo of us, everyone. But they, I'm having a bit of uh, phone fun as usual. Here we go. So, check it out. Hopefully, you'll be able to hear that uh, interview with Vassos. Vassos. And we're, we're going to get Vassos. Uh, we're going to turn him over pretty quick. Yorkshire Marathon. In fact, this might come out after Vassos. It's a distinct possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listeners will, will work that out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, come after us. Run Compod on Twitter and Instagram. We're on Facebook. And we're online. We would like to talk to you. Always get back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. With Paul Tomkinson and Rob Deering.